You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Welcome to it. Wednesday night. How exciting is it to be in the Sports Day studio? I've got the great Scary Belcher and Scotty Satley here. Hello, gentlemen. Badge is excited. Hey, probably Woody. more than most because Why? he goes on holidays as of tomorrow. He loves work. Yeah, I'm on holiday. This is my last show. Second last. But, but you must no, no, be disappointed. Thursday. Oh, it's my last. Oh, can I just have tomorrow off? Uh, well, Vicky. Yeah, it's nice to see you here. Anyway. Let's put it out to the <laughs> listeners. 0457 736 736. Should Badge come into work tomorrow? Oh, yes God. or no? Great. Please. I love it. Hey, boys, uh, big day in sport again today. We've seen the retirement of a champion in Tom Brady, and we're seeing the news that a champion is coming back at the age of 40. Great quarterback, Lauren Jackson. Lauren Jackson. Yeah, Lauren Jackson making a comeback with the the NBL One comp, which is uh, Aubrey Wodonga, Wodonga, where she's from, Aubrey. Is that Um, the the second string? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But um, that opens up to – Possibilities when with the World Cup coming up, and whether that's her motivation or not, we're not quite sure. But we're going to yeah. we're going to talk to uh, Peter Hooley very soon from the NBL ESPN to uh, talk about that, that yeah. uh, big announcement. That, around that, then is that the um, of great combats, uh, comebacks, oldest people who are who are the greats in sport? Don't touch a microphone. Mm. Who are some of the greats? Jordan. How old was Jordan Made a comeback? after baseball? Oh, oh no, yeah. he was he was only in his late twenties. No, well, he, early thirties came back. Like he he went away for one year, and then um, and then there was a player strike in baseball, and he came back to the Chicago Bulls and won three more comps. Mm. Yeah, boxers so. boxers always come back, don't they? Who? Every, every box has George Foreman's probably the most – George and... Foreman's one of the greatest comebacks in sporting history. I mean, he – we'll talk about it a little bit later on, but he finished boxing in 1977 and then came back 10 years later and won the world championship at the age of 43, 44. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Was, amazing. He the, was he the guy who won in Tokyo against he – won, He won a gold medal in, um, in 68 Olympics. What about the guy who beat uh, – was it Tyson? No, no, no. Who was the one who won the fight in Tokyo? That's Bud James Buster Douglas. That's a great comeback. Well, that wasn't a comeback. He was still a, an oh, active fighter. I thought fighter. he retired. No, he was still an active fighter. But but um, George Foreman's one of the great comebacks of all time. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, we'll talk to Peter Hurley soon. Great, uh, great soccer. Footy who? Footy? Who are the great footy comeback. Did anyone do it? Elf. Back? Oh, Alfie. Elf went to Warrington and then and then came back and he played was, Origin. And he, and, was, he, and he played another year. And he was finished as well, wasn't he? Like physically, he was basically just oh. playing in Warrington, playing well. But I don't think he was physically. Oh, I think he was mentally. Mentally, finished. yeah, you're That's, right. I think he just just lost his edge, and that's what he said. You know, he just didn't have that hunger. And he wasn't vomiting before a game anymore, so he knew he'd lost <laughs> his edge. Did he do that every game, yeah. Badge? They reckon when he vomited, he was on. 
Yeah, yeah. So he was the first ever Origin game he played in '87. I was in the side, and you know, we were, everyone was worried about this little bloke. Was he going to be okay? Next thing you know, we're ha- having the last team chat before we run out. Wayne Bennett's called everyone in. You could hear this. Out in the, <laughs> the, someone said, Elf's out there having a chuck. And we go, oh, no. Comes in. Yep. Okay. Well, good. Goes out and man of the match. Brained <laughs> him. <laughs> what about Joey so that Johns? was a good comeback. Joey came, was a good comeback. When he came back for Origin. Yeah. yeah, he did come back from a knee reconstruction. Only had, I think, from memory, one or two games under his belt. Yeah, Freddie came back 2004, Origin as well. And mm. um, But when it comes to age, Jimmy Connors... Jimmy Connors in the 19, oh, US early Open. 90s. Yeah, early 90s. He was 37 or 38 years of age. He dropped to like, I think, world ranking of 900 or something and made it through to the semifinals. Like, yeah, wow. Oh, oh, just amazing. So it's a really he didn't good, win it. Really good, hey? Didn't win the 91. No, oh, really good documentary count. on it, actually. We're talking about people winning coming mm. back. <laughs> <laughs> 0457 736 736. Some of the great con uh, comebacks in sport. I don't know what I said then. Comebacks in sport. Uh, we'll talk about that a little later on, but... We'd love to get your thoughts on that. Uh, what about the Socceroos this morning? Oh, oh, not too all. Too all. Like, no, if, no good if you didn't know that they needed the win to, to try to force their way into the top two for automatic qualification, then you go, oh, too all, that's okay. But not against a heavyweight side, was it? Oman. No, Oman. Oh, everyone got excited about the 4-0 victory over Vietnam the other day. Mm. Thinking, they should be knocking Vietnam off 10-0. Oh, no, I, so I don't think we I, – I think we – Get so excited about our Australian football side, our soccer side, but I, we are minnows when it comes to. Oh, you don't think world football? You so, think that's about where they are? Two well, all with Oman. We're going to talk to Adam Peacock really soon, and, and he's an expert in in um, in soccer and football. Comment, fantastic commentator. Um, I reckon I, some of our listeners would, would know more than well, a lot th- of them would know more than we do about it. I think we are where we are. No, we've gone backwards. Yeah, we've got, we've definitely gone backwards, or, or but we've we never over, been a, we've we never been a powerhouse. A few we years ago, we overachieved. When we should have beaten Italy at the World Cup, we should have taken advantage thing. of it, but we've overachieved. <laughs> we won the time. Asia Cup, which is no, you you throw that away as if it's if it's nothing, mate. Mm. We beat Japan, we beat South Korea, we beat these heavyweights of heavyweights. Asia. They are mate yeah, of Asia. Well, that's what the Asia Cup is. Yeah, it's teams from Asia, but. But we're, a we're expecting to, to go to a World Cup and go up against the South Americans, and it just ain't happening. Oh, no, I think we know that they're, you know, we're behind the eight ball against all of them. But I'm with you, Woogie. I think they should have, you know, the general consensus is that they've gone backwards or they're just not where they should be. And if the Asia, if the Asia arena is not strong enough for you, Sats, that's what we're playing in at the moment. They've actually made it easy for Australia to qualify for the World Cup. Hence, we're, hence we're probably sitting where we need to sit. No, 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 well, they we're need way to be, behind, mate. They need we're to be in behind. that top two. You've got no idea about soccer. <laughs> Simon Briggs from the City Does <laughs> anyone have an idea that wants to enlighten us? 0457 736 736? I mean, you yell out. I've been to the soccer with you. You yell out for people to, to actually pick the ball up and run with it and yeah. kick it into the goal. You can't do that, mate. <laughs> at, at, at the soccer sats, cheers for the mascots. I played, kids do. I played soccer till I was 12. Oh, here we yeah. go. Yeah, I was, I was horrible. I was so bad. I was oh. terrible. He always likes to talk about himself. <laughs> I whinged because I, they never gave me a chance at goalie. Oh. So I played goalie one game, 6-0. I was the worst yeah. goalie. Horrible. How would you, your dad go with you playing soccer? <laughs> oh, yeah. He was one that made me play soccer. Why? He thought rugby league was too rough. For you. And then my mum made me go to a presentation uh, day for soccer once and she made me wear lollipop socks with sandals. 
And I got, oh, you got photos? I got, I got flogged at the back of the dressing sheds by the older kids. That's when they said, you're, mm. you're the goalkeeper now. <laughs> is this Sats reliving his great memories of playing soccer or is this a therapy session? <laughs> yeah. You're wearing sandals? Like uh, yeah, with ra- rainbow socks. Well, all we can say, Sats, <laughs> if you'd stuck with soccer, the Socceroos would have been even worse last night. <laughs> Simon Briggs, goals. Uh, tell us, give us your thoughts on the Socceroos performance overnight, 0457 736 736. Make sure you tell us uh, your name, uh, how you're listening to us tonight on Sports Day. And, Feel free uh, to abuse Woogie if you need to. It seems to be the go at the moment. Simon Briggs from the Sydney Morning Herald has written an article which is worth considering, guys. And, Badge, you brought this up just before the show. Is it time for women to start playing five sets in tennis? What's the what's the premise around well, this? Well, he's saying he's saying, look, it was it was an amazing men's final, and how good would it have been? Yeah, it was great that Ash Barty won. It was a great comeback, but it was over too soon. And he's saying, why don't? And and there was a time back in the nineties, I think, at some ATP events where women did play five sets, and he talked about how great that was. What he's saying is throughout the – you know, it it'll be too much to have best of five sets, men's and women's, throughout the whole uh, Grand Slam event. So first week, best of three sets for men and women. And then when you get into the quarterfinal stage, it's best of five sets, men and women. Oh, I think a lot of people would agree. Maybe other people say, no, it's too much for them, but I think others would agree. And, you know, I think Ash Barty would probably be even better if she plays. She seems to be super fit. She's got – Got all of them covered in that I didn't area. want Ash Barty to play five sets the other night. Well, she would have won in three. Three well, would have been it. Well, I want her to get it done in two. Okay. I'm too nervous. Yeah. Yeah, but, true. But, but there is some there is some credibility to what he's saying, uh, Simon Briggs. I think as you advance further towards the, towards the final, I, I think it's definitely worth considering. I think this is a ploy by Simon, uh, who clearly is a mate of uh, Nick Kyrgios's. What? To give Nick a chance to get past the first round. In, oh, by three a, sets in the men's. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, there's a push for Nick to start at 40 love. It's only one game and he's on serve. Mm. Right? So, and oh. that way Nick can get through to the second round. Now, Simon, I don't know whether Simon Briggs is a friend of uh, Nick Kyrgios. That was a joke. Oh. Uh, really? And not a good one. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> should Should the ladies be playing five sets? As well as the men. Yeah, at the pointy end of the tournament. I, they, I don't mind the idea. The arguments would say that in the Grand Slam, especially in the Australian Open, the same prize money, absolutely. Do you, is it, no, if, no if, if men and women are getting the same prize money, the argument should be, yes, they should be saying, playing the same amount of sets. What? What? What's wrong with that? Are we also sensitive well, that we can't say that? You've got to be careful saying that stuff, Sats. No. Yeah. Like, I mean, Why do you hate women so much? I, I don't know what I'm saying. If they're getting paid, <laughs> so, if that's it's the men and the women are getting paid the same. The argument is, that, why not? And that's been tossed up many times, Sats. One of our, one of our listeners uh, uh, on Monday sent a message through with that. I think his name was Woogie. Get involved. What do you think? Should the ladies play five sets... At the pointy end of a Grand Slam, 0457 736. Do you agree with him? 736, I'm shutting up. Sports Day, sports update. Just left you hanging, Seth. Uh, just is. all complaints uh, to sports day at sportsday.org.au uh, <laughs> uh, to uh, Scott Sattler. Hey, you. And I'll pass those uh, details on. Time for a sports update. Thanks to Acme Farm Insurance, boys. Uh, pretty quickly, some new rules and policies for the NRL in season 2022. Yeah, I think the most um, 
the one that we we knew about a couple of weeks ago was that the penalties will be awarded instead of a restart set a set of six for ruck and ten meter infringements from the trial line out to the forty meter line, which I think common sense has prevailed there. You deserve to get a penalty to get out of that danger yeah, zone. Yeah, you can you can get a, at the moment teams are intentionally giving away penalties when they're defending the other side coming off their line, knowing it's okay they can they can they can just shut you down in seven or eight tackles. Whereas if you get an infringement there, just kick it 30 yeah. metres upfield, quick tap away you go, and you've got a great advantage. So I like that one. Sats, um, well, the other ones are, they're going to name 22 players yeah. now instead of 21 because there's an 18th player in play. But the next one you're going to touch on, this is this is one that is going to potentially cause some controversy. Oh, I can see some dramas. Um, so with the exception of head injuries, only a ref or touch judge or the bunker can stop play for an injury. So that's sort of trainers. There's been too much of that going on. Um, the other, the other issue we've got sats is, um, when we're talking about that, that free, uh, sorry, the free interchange, Mm -hmm. um, it's only going to be granted when there's foul play and the player is sin binned or sent off. So it's not when there's a player on report. I reckon the pressure is going to be here on the referees even more so to put players in the bin. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to see more sin binnings. And I think there'll be some controversy around he should have been sin binned or that wasn't sin binnable. Or, look, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't here. It's going to be a tricky one for the refs who've just gone, oh, we'll just put them on report, let them sort it out later on, and you can get an interchange. Mm. That's not the case now. Yeah. So it's got to be a, a sin bin or sent off, send off before you get a free interchange. So I can see some a bit of drama. And this that. is going to be mainly around any contact with the neck or head, even if it's careless. One of those ones where you get the technique and timing out and you you make some contact, mm. it's going to force, and I'm all for this, it's going to start forcing coaches to practice tackle technique and again. And we wanted that for a long time. So anything that's up around the head or neck, even if it's careless, it's minor, it might only be a grade one and a fine, sin bin. But you got if you've got more players sin bin, you've got more... Un- uneven, 13 against 12 and 13 against 11 or 12, you've got more complaints. On the back more of that, should they, should they introduce the five-minute sin bin? Oh, I like where you're coming from. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. Hey, what about the Roosters, uh, just quickly? The first New South Wales team, bad uh, Woogie? They're winning again. They've yeah, won this one, Your the second favourite side, the Roosters. Mm-hmm. They're the first New South Wales team with 100% of players contracting COVID over summer. So, so it's a little bit like the chicken pox. You know, we're ready to go. If you wanted your kids to get chicken pox as kids, you sent them around to play with the local kid that local chickens, local chickens. So that's what the Roosters have done. They've said, mm-hmm. well, Luke Keary, Sam Walker, you've got COVID. Everyone go over and jump in yep. the pool together with them. It was yep. a spa? There's a spa. Was it? It was they're naked and they just pash. <laughs> <laughs> that's how they did it. So how did the rabbitos got to ninety? So you, you know what? We're going to use there, more players than we've ever used. With a lot of the restrictions and and bigger squads. And what the Roosters have done, yeah, obviously, is they've wanted, you would think, most of their squad or all of their squad to test positive. So the. How do you reckon they did it? Oh, that's your theory, Woogie. Oh, but they weren't doing that for COVID. It was just a pre season. It was just Turkish oil wrestling. That's wrong. Over at Jared Warrior Hargraves' house. Spars are broken at sharks and sea eagles. They've only got 60% infected. That's how they do it at Bondi. That's yep. how they do oh. it. Rightio, we better get to a break, boys. This is Sports Day for Kia. Meet your there news. Goes all of our Roosters interviews this year, Woogie, that we you get. On your, I know that we're just they're banging down the door, aren't they? <laughs> the Roosters to give us interviews. 
Uh, I was talking about Kia, wasn't I? Meet your muse with your new Kia Sportage. Break time, uh, Peter Hooley, who used to play for Melbourne United. Actually, must be pretty excited. They're going all right again uh, this year. He's also now a commentator on ESPN. In fact, he's standing by to call the game tonight. We'll catch up with him next. Re Lauren Jackson and what's going on in the NBL next on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Yeah, welcome back to it. 0457 736 736 is our text number. We want to get involved in the show today. Um, I tell you what, dangers let rip on whether... Uh, the women should play five sets at the pointy end of the Grand Slam badge. What's what's he had to say? He's basically saying, um, yeah, wherever he's it, you've got it there. There it is. Uh, if it's good enough for the men, it's good enough for the women. Same, same, but not different. Uh, good on you. Good on mm. you, Danger. I mean, the argument has always been in a lot of sports, do the, do the women generate the same amount of revenue as what the men do? But arguably, not arguably, in tennis, I would say that Ash Barty, Serena Williams, Martina Navratilova, Chris Abbott-Lloyd, they would generate commercial interests equal to what the men would mm. in over many, many decades, I would think. For sure. Um, now, a text here from Man Boobs, Queenslander. He says, um, why do they now only play best of three sets in the men's doubles final at the Australian Open when they used to always play best of five? I do remember best of five in the doubles. Doubles or, isn't attractive. Or was that, was that once Nick... Curious, Again, it was just to make it easy it. for him, yeah. Good work, man, boobs. Good yeah. call. Yeah, well done. 0457 736 736. Keep your text messages coming through. Of course, last night the news broke that Lauren Jackson, uh, one of our greatest basketballers, men or women, is coming out of retirement. She's going to play for the Bandits in the second division, wants to have a crack at the Olympics. Ooh, well, oh, no, maybe. the World Cup. The World Cup. Maybe later. does. We're not sure about that. Well, we'll find out then. Yeah. We've got Peter Hooley from ESPN, of course, former Melbourne United player. Watch every NBL game live on ESPN. Pete, how are you? Yeah, good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. No, it's all right. We're talking to you in the makeup chair tonight, aren't we? Because you're getting ready to uh, uh, to call an NBL game uh, later on tonight. We'll get to that real soon. Age 40, can Lauren Jackson make a successful comeback and perhaps make the World Cup? Well, look, I mean, if anyone can do it, the greatest of all time probably can. And uh, watching her press conference, the way she said that she's in just a great headspace, she's been feeling good physically, and this is she's really excited for the challenge, which I think is just unreal for all Australian basketball fans. And uh, I saw a couple of comments of people saying, well, World Cups are a bit of a stretch. But really, if she, she performs half decently during the NBL 1 season, and she's in the NBL 1 East, which uh, she should have a lot of success in if she can be uh, play. 20-odd minutes a game, whatever she's going to be able to do. When it comes down to putting the Opal squad together, if you've got 11 players ready to roll and you're thinking about who to fill the, the last couple of spots with, why wouldn't you go with her if, she, if she's doing enough? It's going to be such a great morale boost for the team and for the country. So I'm for sure I'm not putting it past her suiting up for the Opals. What's her motivation, Pete, in, in coming back? Uh, it's hard to know exactly. I think a lot of it, she said, this, the, how her body's feeling. Um, she's had such a great relationship with, with Aubrey Wodonga, where, where she grew up playing. Um, and I think a lot of it probably has to do with the way the Opals had the last 18 months. They've had that tough uh, tough situation with Liz Cambage, obviously. Um, and they obviously fell short in the Olympics where they want to get to. So I think maybe she just wants to get back there, get some positive vibes around the whole 
women's national program uh, and then try and help them whatever it takes to try and have a really good World Cup campaign. We've got so many talented women in Australia um, and obviously they had to deal with the mental side of all the setbacks in the last 18 months. So anything that's positive can help thrust them into a really strong World Cup campaign. I think she's just trying to be part of. Great. What's what's the standard like uh, in the, the comp she's coming back for, uh, for Aubrey Wodonga? Well, NBL One East is now, it's going to be their first season in the NBL. That's in New South Wales. So Aubrey Wodonga used to be part of the Victorian NBL One League, the old Seaball they call us. Now okay. every state has their own uh, NBL One uh, affiliate and conference. So she's probably in one of the lower ones of that. So it's, I think it's perfect for her to be able to go in there um, and really just get used to playing, running around the game. Uh, practice is one thing, but to go out there and play and do road trips uh, from Albury is going to be something that she's got to get used to. But, yes, I think it's just a perfect step for the greatest of all time, 40 years old, coming back and her family gets to, to see what she's all about. Yeah, and, and playing in a stadium named after her. How, how exciting for her. Hey, why, why did she retire six years ago? Was she injured? I'm trying to remember. Was she injured? Yeah, so she's, she's had chronic knee pain, so that's what she talking about in the uh, in the press conference today and she actually came out and said that uh, she's been taking medical cannabis for it so she's trying to get a therapeutic exempt, exemption for that and she said that if, if the sports say no you're not allowed to she'll just cut it out uh, and go without it but that's something that apparently changed her life and how she's been feeling um, it's kind of told her I'm feeling good enough to be able to have a crack and run around with the young people Do we as Aussies Pete, do we underestimate how great she was and the influence she had on the WNBL? NBA, NBA, I should say. Uh, I'm not sure we do. I think it's just well known. Like you think of any time you think of the goat on the women's level is Lauren Jackson. Uh, what she's done um, over time, and I think the the young people coming through still know that. Uh, we talk about her enough. She still has a great deal to do with with the Australian basketball that everybody can understand. But for for the young girls and the women who perhaps didn't get to see her play. They, this just thing you run around again might get on YouTube and look at highlights. Like she was an absolute superstar at every single level, like the best player in the world for a number of years. And just can't wait to see you running around again. I'm actually, this game tonight, I'm actually calling it with Andrew Gay. So I might have to give him a little tap on the shoulder. I said, mate, I reckon it's your turn for an announcement. This year. <laughs> Good player. You talk about the influence she has on players playing in the WNBL now, but what about some of the young girls that, that want to play? What influence will it have on them? Oh, I mean, imagine that uh, you're a young, you're a young girl who's either an under 14s or beyond uh, that at Albury at that level with Wodonga and even the teammates. I would just to, to say that you played with Lauren Jackson or played alongside Lauren Jackson, even with the opponents. When you're looking at your scouting report and you've got Lauren Jackson's name and picture there, it's just going to be something you remember forever. And yes, yeah, she's going to be 40, but it still that doesn't change the fact that you are getting that opportunity to play with or against the greatest of all time, which not everybody can say. Uh, you know what? It's great for the game, isn't it? I mean, the NBL is flying high at the moment. The NBA is flying high. The Australian teams are going very well. Just having Lauren Jackson back in the game is putting basketball back on the on the back pages, mate, and it's good to see people chatting about it. Let's talk about the NBL. We saw those slaps last weekend. Uh, they always put on some fiery <laughs> contests, the, uh, the Sydney uh, Kings and also the Wildcats. What's happened to Matt Hodgson? Has he been suspended for that, or did he get away with that in the NBL? Oh, no, absolutely not. He's, uh, he'll face the tribunal tomorrow uh, for a hearing with that. A couple of other uh, fines and stuff have been handed down for guys who try to confront him, but I think he'll have a nice little lengthy sit on the sidelines, just a bit of a brain fade. And it's just not what you need in the game. Uh, it's not like it's footy where you can hold the top of the Guernsey and have a crack and 
uh, yeah, just something. He came out and wrote a formal apology. He said it was out of character and just had a bad moment. Um, so I think that'll cost him, and hopefully he can come back from it and Perth can regroup. And it, it's good for the rivalry, obviously. It's, that rivalry is already big, Perth mm. or Sydney, but just no place for it in our game. It's fair to say when you're new into the competition, there's not a lot of expectation. You just really, the famous word is, we just want to compete. But the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers sitting six, are they exceeding expectations? Uh, They are a bit. I think it's just the way they're going into business. I think everybody knows the roster they've put together is uh, less talented than some of the other major teams. But it's it's the first franchise that's always going to take a couple years to be able to get rolling and moving forward. But the way they're playing, the culture they're building, and I want to get down there for a game from all reports. It's an unreal time. It's a great environment. Um, and just to see, like, Scott Ross' energy last week. And that was It awesome. just seems like everything's going in the, it's going in the right direction, and that's what yeah. you want. And uh, no better place to go watch a game in Tassie. You can go out, maybe play a bit of golf first and then head there and it's right on the water. It sets up for a nice night. When are they coming up with their real name? Or, or, or Jack Jumpers, that's just temporary. Well, they're thinking of a, a better one. Is that right, William? <laughs> I hope you get bitten by one now. <laughs> I really Jack, do. Yeah. What is it? Is it it's an ant. It's it? an ant. Oh, they're, mm. kill, they're killers, mate, Jack Jumpers. Oh, they like, can kill you. Yeah, they are. Like yeah. fire ants. Yeah, like a green ant. They, they can kill you. Green ants can't kill you. <laughs> well, no, but I've been bitten by green they're ants. They're better than a green ant. Oh, in the, if you look at the gangs of ants, <laughs> right, the Jack Jumpers are the most feared. Yeah, but if you have to explain it to people, then they're not that. That is a good point. <laughs> they couldn't use. It's wonder they couldn't use the devils. I used to go out there and watch the yeah, Tassie, uh, Tassie Devil. Devils play all the time. Hey, round ten kicks off tonight with the Breakers taking on the Illawarra Hawks. The Hawks' former late hasn't been strong, has it? No, it hasn't. I mean, they really haven't beat anybody uh, in the top half of the ladder, which has been the most concerning part. But they're starting to play some some better basketball now, and they should take care of business tonight against the Breakers, and then hopefully look to build on that because they are one of the most talented teams in the league. There's no doubt about that, but should still be a good game. All right. I think he's just about to hang just up on us. Yeah. A bit of a and, mate, on. you must be happy with Melbourne United season so far, sitting second, uh, had some good wins, Chris Golding on fire. Absolutely. I mean, this is what Dean Vickerman does. It's the culture that he builds. Uh, I mean, the roster they've put together, everybody questioned it at the start. They started the season 0-2 oh, and, and then had eight wins in a row. And, yeah, they stumbled last week against the 36ers. But you mentioned Chris Golding. I had him in, in the top five MVP up to, to this point. And then he goes out and shoots 0 of 16, which will never <laughs> happen in this lifetime again or the next. Uh, so it was just one of those nights when nothing was going in and they lost an overtime to the Sixers. So they'll be looking to bounce back. They play Tassie uh, on Sunday. And uh, their number one ticket holder, actually, Tones and I, is performing at halftime. So that's going to be a, that? a big event for, for Melbourne. The boys are going, who? Absolutely. Tones and I. You both know, of them. Tones and I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you, yeah. Are they? Yeah. No, she. <laughs> oh, God. Well, they're both of them. You and her. <laughs> well, you think there would be two because it's Tones and I, right? Yeah, they might have to work. Can you fix it like, up, Pete? they got some things to sort out. Oh, I'll there. have their a Their name, their... <laughs> Oh, Jesus. All right, listen, watch every NBL game live on ESPN via KO and Foxtel or on the ESPN app. Boys, I'm begging you not to watch Married at First Sight tonight, but catch all the action of uh, the Breakers versus the Hawks from 7.30 tonight. Peter Hurley, we'll let you get uh, back to it, mate. You're on the air with uh, Gaze in an hour's time. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. No worries. Thanks, guys. There you go. The look on both your faces when Pete said... Tones and I was like, Scott said, no, I've who? I've, I've got to say, if you haven't been to an NBL game, it's outstanding. I mean, you have four or five, 6,000 people in a really close, confined 
um, area. It's 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 amazing atmosphere. Even if you're not a basketball fan, there's so much going on when there's stoppages in play, timeouts, whatever it may be. It's yeah, it's good. It's only a short amount of time as well. Yeah, I remember I used to go Larry Sangstock and you used to go to what is it? Leroy the bullets, Loggins, didn't you? The bullets. Yeah. I used to go to the Tassie Devils and the Cannons. The... Watch the Cannons play yeah. Canberra a bit. Phil Smythe. Phil Smythe, the general. Can I also one-up you on here? So, same with the netball, the ANZ Championship. Yeah. It's fantastic. There's no one in the beer queues. Mm. They're all getting hot chocolates and coffees, all the ladies, and you just walk up to the beer Are queue. Are you saying oh. women don't drink beer? Well, not. They prefer to oh, not. Okay. You said that. <laughs> so what <laughs> do you think, though? Where did you watch the Tassie Devils? Yeah, back well, in... they got to come up with a better name, haven't they? What's the wrong with the Jack? Jack? Oh, it's a fearsome it's just, ant. It's not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what, what else could we come up with? Get our listeners to help us. All right, mate. I hope a Jack Jumper steals your sausage the while maps, you're on holiday. I'd call them the maps. <laughs> the what? Stop, stop it. All right. Seriously. This, I'm going to push this button. <laughs> got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Yeah, welcome back to it. Sports Day. Badge and Sats in the chair tonight. Um, soon we'll catch up with Adam Peacock as he breaks down the Socceroos draw against Amman uh, early hours of this morning. I don't think he's pretty happy about it, boys. Um, we're also taking your texts on various topics tonight, 0457 736 736. There's an article by Simon Briggs, City uh, Morning Herald, suggesting that uh, women's uh, tennis should, uh, they should play five setters. Uh, and Badge and Sats were talking about maybe the pointy end of Grand Slams. That, that should happen. Uh, also, um, greatest comebacks in sport. We've heard the news today that Lauren Jackson is making a comeback at the age of 40, arguably one of our greatest basketball players of all time. She'll yes. be playing for the Bandits in, in Albury, Wodonga. It got us thinking today at Sports Day. Any other great sporting comebacks? You mentioned one last night, Badge. Mm. Surfer. Oh, Bethany Hamilton. Beth Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. Well, she well she's the one who had her arm bitten off by a shark, Hawaiian, in 2003, and she's back and got herself through to round three at uh, Pipeline. Not sure if they if Was she only like today. 13 or 14 no, when I that think, happened? I think she might have been a few years older, but okay. yeah, pretty young. She's had... Um, She's had kids since, and yep. she's. It's amazing that she can even do what she does. I just can't even believe she could even paddle out there, little mm. surf like that. So that's a good one. Kelly Slater gave it away and made a comeback a few years later. He's still going in what his mid forties. Fifty? No, he's not fifty. Is he? I think he's fifty. He's good, looking good for fifty. Doing all right. It's all that salt water. Yeah, as we mentioned earlier on, Jimmy Connors in the U.S. Open. Uh, you know, when his career seemed to be at an end in nineteen ninety, he blew out to. Nearly 1,000 in the world rankings, and um, he made a run at the US Open semi finals. He'd made the semi finals. So it was the best 11 days of his tennis career. And uh, he was 39 years of age. And I remember he, he defeated um, Aaron Crickson. Uh, the game went for nearly five hours. So uh, it was an amazing comeback from Jimmy, Jimmy Connors. You know, I, I, always, I always believe, even though I'm a boxing fan, I just think in, in a contact sport and a brutal sport like boxing, to come back. Uh, George Foreman, 10 years after retirement at the age of 38 and then win the world title at 45. Amazing. Yeah. Against a guy that was like only 25 or 26 years old. Not a lot of, of boxers that don't come back though, are they? You mean you could almost name every boxer, former boxer, they have made a comeback. Yeah, they do. They just, it just, it's just what you do. Mm. Tyson, 
Ali. Just keep you just they keep going on and on. Yeah, anti mundane's mate. So seven. and the difference between Foreman and a lot of the others, they come back for the wrong reasons, and usually it's not a successful comeback. No. Foreman came back for the. That's that's you know, amazing. He had, a, he had a scratch, he had to itch, and he never mm. recovered from the Ali fight that he lost in um, in Zaire and in Africa, and um, felt as though that he he hadn't finished his career the way that he wanted to. So come back and then to win the world. He, not only did he come back ten years later, he took him another seven years to win the world title. Wow! Well, so yeah, it's amazing. Golfers don't need to come back. No, do they? they just keep playing. They just step straight into the Masters. Exactly. And just keep going. Yep. So and if you're, I don't, don't really retire. Do I'm led to, I read somewhere that if you're a Masters winner, yeah, I told you this. Is that you? you Doesn't matter whether you're 60, 70. You can just be 80. You, you get automatic yep. entry yep. into the Masters. Wow! But you got to shoot under your age. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of comebacks, Brad from Redhead, Mark Ocalupo. Okay, yes. Yeah, Slater, uh, Kelly Slater is 50, 50 in a couple of in, weeks. Oh, there you go. But Mark Ocalupo, he was a two-time world champion, wasn't he, Badge? He won it. His first time, then it, it, it was a number of years later when he came back. Oh, and no, won no, again, no. Didn't I he? think he only won one. He only won one, did I, he? I might be wrong, but yeah. I think he only won one, but it was um, at a ripe old age. Uh, yeah, guys, great comebacks. How about Alan Langer? Mentioned him before. Came back to uh, Queensland and helped win another Origin Series after he'd been in England for a couple of seasons. Sporty Gav, good stuff, yeah. And then he, and he played on the next year um, with the Broncos as well. Bob Simpson, Glenn. From Brunswick Heads, Bob Simpson, Cricket, and Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is a great comeback story, isn't it? There might be another one. And, and it could be another one, yeah. Mm. Um, and he says women should stay at three sets in the tennis. He's listening on the uh, on the app. So, yeah, we're getting a mixture there. Some people are saying it'd be great to see him go um, three or go, go to five sets at the back end of the uh, um, Grand Slams and mm. others say leave him at three. Uh, we did have one there that was talking about um, – about the tennis, oh, did any of you guys go to Orkinflower back in the day to watch the Bullets with Leroy and other great? Yeah, we were just talking about yeah the Brisbane Bullets. Yeah, sure did, sure did. Uh, Brian Curl was, was coaching mm. and Simon Curl playing. And now at the start of the um at the start of the show when we we're talking about this hot topic and great comebacks, of course Michael Jordan is one of the one of the most obvious ones that gets thrown up. He wins three championships in a row, three peak with the Chicago Bulls, goes away and plays a year in baseball, comes back and wins three more. And the Queenslanders said, yeah, the GOAT, Michael Jordan, who will always be better than LeBron. You're right. Six finals appearances, six six championships. Mm. There's always that argument between Kobe and LeBron and, and Michael Jordan. Keep them coming. 0457 736 736, the great comebacks. Can I just throw off topic a tiny bit here from uh, Daniel from Prairie Wooders text in, gentlemen. Um, Hi, lads. The NRL has revised COVID protocols with unvaccinated players now sitting in the Apollo B register under tighter restrictions. So, Asifa Solomona, Taumalolo and Coruscant, are they the only unvaccinated players or are there more? Uh, are they hanging out for the Novavax available from February 21? I don't know. Uh, on Jason Taumalolo, I know there was a statement put out yesterday or today from Todd Payton, the coach of the Cowboys, to say that all of their players are available for round one. Okay. That would indicate... But Jason Tamalolo yeah. and the rest of them are all vaccinated. Or could it could there be an exemption set? So I'm not sure if there's any exemptions I don't to think get that, into well, stadiums I mean, and there would be an exemption there would be the only way you're either from vaccinated. A playing point, yes, you're vaccinated. Yes, that would be or, the only way there'd be an exemption for health reasons or religious right. beliefs, whatever it may I be. I wonder if there if that does exist. So but uh yeah, Daniel, it looks like um Jason Tamalolo's right. I'm not sure about 
Big Nelson and uh, Appy Coruscant, or other players. Mm. Right? Yep. Turn my microphone back yeah, on. Yeah, we'll right you, now, sorry back. Hey, actually, we've got a text message here from Queenslander saying, hey, Jace, how come you're not bagging Sattler like you were when he was away? We have, haven't we? You Bagged him. Well, we not said as much could... as when he was away. Well, no, we did mention on a nightly occurrence that you couldn't wipe your backside, but that's not bagging. That was just stating the truth. <laughs> that Facts. You're... Well, your wife told me And that. I'd punch you in the face if you bagged me right now, wouldn't I? Well, then Queensland. I would go to our HR department if we had one. We don't have one. Yeah, so. Right. So it's like, we're like a lawless society, aren't we? <laughs> oh, we can do whatever we want. What about Brett Favre in the NFL? Floyd Mayweather Jr.? Is that how you say Favre, I always stumble with Favre. Favre. Brett Favre. Favre. Yeah, Brett Favre. The gunslinger. Mm. That was the last time you blokes had a decent quarterback, he, wasn't it? The Green Bay Packers. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> Do you like him at all? No, no I won't go into it. Uh, this is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to Kia. Meet your muse with your new Kia Sportage. Keep your text messages coming through. We'll go to a break. I've got to do the weather. That means Quentin... <laughs> The weathercock is standing by. He uh, has just recovered from that spa, that dirty, rotten spa with those Roosters players. <laughs> he was in it there with them. He's just returned from COVID leave. Uh, we'll get to the weather next, plus more of your text messages here on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. Meet your muse with the all-new Kia Sportage. Uh, welcome back to Sports Day. <laughs> Gary Belcher, Scott Sattler here for your Wednesday night. Great comebacks in sport. 0457 736 736 off the back of the great Lauren Jackson going back to basketball uh, this year. Hoping, geez, wouldn't it be good if she gets a spot in the World Cup team? Um, it'd be amazing. Yeah, Absolutely huge amazing. Huge story. Um, and listen, I thought of one. What about Rocky Balboa when you talk about comebacks? <laughs> mm. I mean, he got absolutely flogged that by Polo Creek. Norwegian bloke too. And Clubber Lane. And Clubber Lane. Oh. Mm. Hey, woman. Remember Clubber Lane? He was a vicious man, wasn't he? <laughs> he was a horrible man, Mr. T. Yeah. Were you, you, know for, real, were you cheering for Rocky or Mr. T? No, Rocky, I loved him. What's yeah. your favourite Rocky? Three. Nah, two. I've seen no, Rocky. yours isn't. Yours is Road. <laughs> Oh, he's doing some good gear. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Very good. You know what show you should be on. He's got a Jackie What about Kyle walking out today on yeah. the radio show after 15 Shh, minutes? mention it. Mm. Aren't we allowed to mention no, it? didn't you get the text? The oh, I agree with him, just quietly. Anyway, let's look at the weather. Uh, Quentin de Weathercock, straight from the Roosters uh, spa bath. <laughs> <laughs> and out straight out of COVID quarantine, <laughs> there are things he can't even talk about that he saw go on in that spa bath <laughs> with the roosters because they're all 100% you know, COVID, COVID oh. in now. So what's the uh, weather in Bondi? Uh, Bondi, it's raining roostermen. That's what it's doing. <laughs> That's what it's, it's – God, no, it's raining lattes tomorrow for Bondi. I'll give you the Bondi forecast in one, just one moment. Uh, it should be fine, mild, and full of lattes. A top of tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, a uh, bit of rain around, 60% chance. 21 tomorrow. Will they have their tops off at Bondi Beach? 21. Yeah. Really? Still. Yeah, they will. Mm. You okay. reckon? Yep. Let's go to the other side of the state. Coogee. Uh, no, I've already <laughs> – I've already picked a joint, mate, and you're not having to go. This is live radio, guys. This is how we do the no, weather. 
Come on. Uh, Camden tomorrow. You head out. Um, Beautiful part of the world, Camden. I remember growing up in Sydney, it was just all bush. Mm. And now it's growing rapidly. 25 degrees uh, top tomorrow. A little bit warmer, 30% chance of rain. And, of course, our weather is brought to you by our good mates at New Farm. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. What's coming through on the text, lads? Well, great comebacks. Uh, Monica Sellis. Yes. Didn't play for two years after being stabbed by oh, a fan yeah. on the court, but came back to win the Aussie Open. That's a good one. That is. Yeah. That is. Um, now, in relation to the tennis uh, badge, best of three sets in week one of the men's slam is too fluky. It happens often in snooker majors. Top seeds get lopped by plotters like Sats O2. Oh. What's O2? I don't know. Can someone explain that? It might be an O3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bondi Jack. Oh, yeah, you got gotcha, you. Yeah. Agree oh. 100% on women's slams. Five sets from the round of 16. That would be brilliant. It means Barty wins every slam. Yeah, good on you, Bondi Jack. Yep. Uh, that suggestion came. Simon Briggs from the Sydney Morning Herald has suggested the three sets for the men and the women in, mm. the, early, in the first week of the slams and then uh, from the quarters or the round of 16, yeah, go five sets for both. I mm. think it's a, it's a great idea. Yep. Um, what else we got? Sets? Michael Phelps. Did he make a comeback, did he? The, yes. The greatest Olympian of all game. time. Yeah. No, no, Thorpe no. did. Thorpe no, the, did too. It was a World Swimming Championships on the Gold Coast, wasn't it? Was it? Michael Phelps. Yeah. The greatest Olympian of all time. Yeah. Wow, okay. I never knew that. The local pizza joint was doing a roaring trade. Go- <laughs> Grant Hackett. Is that, a, is that a dope joke? It is. Grant Hackett. Yeah. He made a comeback, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Uh, and I think one. 1500 again, did he, or was that into the long distance stuff? I don't know. What yeah. about Jennifer Capriati? We're talking about women's tennis players. Did she retire at a young age and come back? Well, she she turned professional at 14, won a mate, won a grand slam at uh, 16 or 17, and then obviously fell foul of the law very, very early on in her career and then oh, made a comeback. And yeah, yeah, what'd she do? Nothing. Alleged, oh, uh, she was in there was a there was a raid on a on a Property. She was in there. There was there was drugs and oh, drugs right, on the property, okay. and yeah, right, okay. she went into rehab for a, for a period of time. There, but she was burnt out very very early. Mm. I went actually went and saw yeah, that movie King Richard, which is the story of the oh the uh, Williams sisters, the Williams sisters, outstanding. Will Smith plays King Richard, outstanding movie, and they talk about Jennifer Capriati quite a lot in it because Venus turned professional when she was 14, which I wasn't wasn't aware of. Who did Will Smith's kid play? Because every movie Will Smith's in, he's got to drag his no, kids along. No, they're too old now. Oh, are they? Yeah. So is he going to have some more or what? <laughs> it's a good movie, but... I, he's an overrated movie. Will Smith. Totally, totally overrated actor. It win oh. an Oscar for this. What? It win an Oscar. Mm. It yeah. would be what? Paul Kelly soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, we had some mate gravy. Now, um, <laughs> just in relation to some f- possible future stars, really quickly before we go to the break, Sats, it's good to see a great reward for a couple of Norse Devils, which is a team in the Queensland Cup, getting NRL gigs, train and trial development, full-time. Jonathan Rubin, very good finishing winger. I expect him to play uh, NRL. Michael Molo, um, brother of um, Francis Molo, of course, as well. And one here for you, Sats. Can't understand why you're not promoting the man's last fight. Uh, apparently, he's having one last that. fight against Danny Green. Be there or be square. Yeah, oh. shall be doing that. As in Mundine. Please. It yeah. can't be. That can't be right. No, that's a mistake. Yeah. Anyway, this is Sports Day. Adam Peacock coming up real soon, of that course. They've got a ramp to the, the ring. The Socceroos had a massive uh, draw against Amman, which has just ruined everything. Uh, we'll talk to him about that soon. More to come. More of your texts as well. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia.
Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.